0: Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay Jury, Jury. Daily, Daily. Dot com. Dot com. Nailed it. said i know it's ugly and i said girl ugly ain't the half look at you well you got blue teeth and you only got two ladies and gentlemen welcome to the justin robert young daily program for thursday september 12th my name is justin robert young welcome to the program friends guys i did it i mean look i talked about this caroline calloway lady because they didn't know who the hell she was. And I was, I was, you know, uh, uh, I mean, I guess semi mocking might be fair. You know, I was just in a, you know, like, I don't know. What what are you doing? Who are you? Why are you here? kind of mood with her. And I read the story because everybody was talking about the story. And then I paid attention. And now, now I can't stop looking away. I'm like, I think she might be the next president. I'm, 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 only semi-joking. She's She has some element uh, uh, to her where she just knows how to continue to bring people into whatever weird world she's created for herself. And she's catnip for journalists. Like, I, I literally just Googled her name so I could bring up her Instagram. And the top two stories, two of the top three stories, rather... On the Google search, at least for me right now, at 3.17 p.m. Pacific Time, is from Caroline Calloway to Jeffrey Epstein, why are all these scandal makers obsessed with dot dot dot? And then from Aziz Ansari to Caroline Calloway, journalism is becoming a place to trash ones dot dot dot. For whatever reason, Caroline Calloway, who I just literally read for the first time about yesterday, is a cultural touchstone that can explain the universe to us. She is the Rosetta Stone for all emotions, for journalism, for life, for academia. We can all be explained if we just further understand Caroline Calloway. That's all we need to do. We just need to grok the callaway of it all so then I made my way to her Instagram she <sighs> I gotta hand it to her I honestly do like I I have to just give her a slow clap there's something about the fact that she is she's a she's a manipulator to beat the band let me just say that I can smell it from just like <sighs> from through from, from through the screen i can smell just like she table sets everything so you understand that she's going to be in control for example the reason why i even paid attention to her instagram is because her friend wrote this essay about how she is you know ghost wrote a bunch of stuff for her well Caroline Calloway has spent the last 48 hours praising this lady, <laughs> her old friend, talking about how brilliant she is, how she's amazing, how she's the best, she's the best writer she ever knew. So she posts this, and I will say, fairly unflattering picture. And again, this is where this is where the 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 gaslighting and manipulation is mwah, just something to behold, right? She posts this very unflattering picture of the lady that wrote the essay yesterday and then does a big thing about how her life is in total turmoil. She's about to start doing interviews about stuff. But then she's like, I know every editor in New York, the publishing capital of America and arguably the English speaking world. So who's giving Natalie a book deal? Who's going to pay her to write her next freelance piece? Her inbox is already filling up. Be quick. She deserves jobs because she's the best writer I know, but I have power in this situation and I intend to use it to help her even though we are no longer friends. Her highly anticipated personal essay for the cut would not have, been take, would not have taken off if it were not superb, but it's also highly anticipated because I made it so. The feelings I wrote about uh, feelings were real, but I made the choice to feel them publicly. Natalie's hitting the home runs. Could she hit home runs in a rainstorm? Yes, but I'm trying to give her sunshine to bat in. Like, that is in the Gaslight Manipulator Hall of Fame, right? That is Michael Jordan hitting the fadeaway over Craig Elo. Like, this is something that is rare. It's rare you get to see something like that in a public setting. Because let's break it down. What is she doing? The entire essay was about this lady saying, I was minimized. I was made to be a nothing person. I was used as her slave. I was used as her maid. I always felt like I was an other in every conceivable sense, professionally, personally, even sexually. She She's always uh, drawing a comparison between her and Caroline, right? And so in this caption, wherein she is playing the magnanimous person. Everyone should love Natalie. Somebody give Natalie a book. Somebody pay Natalie to write more. What does she do? She also makes sure that Natalie knows your biggest paycheck comes from me. And by the way, here's an ugly-ass picture of you. Oh! My God! From Ars Technica, former Donkey Kong champ threatens to sue Guinness over record removal. Billy Mitchell dumps a hundred and fifty-six-page evidence package in attempts to prove his innocence. If you've never seen the awesome documentary *King of Kong: A Fistful of Quarters*, the villain of it is a flamboyant video game uh, or arcade video game champion, Billy Mitchell. Uh, He is brought down by the scrappy underdog in the documentary. And apparently there has been some degree of controversy, uh, controversy sense on exactly how many of Billy's records should remain not only on the unofficial Twin Galaxies forum. This is for competitive arcade play, but also the Guinness Book of World Records. Well, Billy Mitchell has sent in a gigantic evidence package, and to be totally honest, I read the article twice, and I don't really explain it, nor do, or I I don't really understand it, I can't explain it, and uh, I don't really care to. So instead, I'm just going to tell you a couple Billy Mitchell stories. Billy Mitchell's from South Florida. Billy Mitchell, more specifically, is from the area of South Florida that I grew up in, uh, the Broward, Fort Lauderdale suburbs area. Uh, uh, Even Hollywood, downtown Hollywood. I went to Hollywood Hills Elementary. Right. So when I was a kid, his family owns a restaurant. It's called Ricky's Wings. Ricky's Wings was like one of my favorite places to go as a kid. It might have been the reason why chicken wings are like my favorite food today as a 36 year old man. Number two, Billy is a known asshole and was a known asshole amongst servers in South Florida, even pre King of Kong. I remember coming into work. At the Bukit Beppo on University Drive, and being told the story about a major asshole customer the night before, who had long black or long black hair, brown hair, uh, looked like Jesus, and bossed the servers around, was a total dick, and was bragging unsolicited that he's a video game champion. And then the then the documentary came out and it's like, "Oh, okay. Billy Mitchell. Like that dude had a rep. He had a rep before the doc came out." In fact, number 3, there was one time this goofy dude who hung out at a bar that me and my friends used to go to, he got nicknamed Silly Mitchell. Doesn't really have anything to do with Billy Mitchell, but I've always found the phrase Silly Mitchell very funny. What do you say we go ahead and get into some email? <laughs> E-mails. You can always email me jurydaily at gmail.com Again jurydaily at gmail.com. Sean writes, "It's a haunting reality that now something stupid we did as youths will die in our youth." Wasn't that supposed to be part of being young? I guess it, it it will not die with our youth. Wasn't that supposed to be part of being young that we could do dumb and awkward and not perfect things? And then we could fail and learn to be better grown ups? No. Another different Sean uh, says, have you ever heard of the POT score? The pay over tuition score. It's a way to see how various degrees compared to skipping that degree. Maybe there are some surprises where college isn't a sham. I have not heard of it, but uh, again, my my my. Everybody gets so granular about the 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 degree thing. My problem is with the system. My problem is with the larger system. Can we find ways that that's a, uh, uh, you know that 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 you can get a degree that'll make good money? Sure. Should you feel bad if you got a degree and you're making good money? No. You should feel great about your life. Congratulations. All I'm saying is that just because that. McDonald's sells a salad doesn't mean that the most of the food is something that you shouldn't eat every day. And we shouldn't have a cultural uh, uh, norm that you're, that you're wrong or you're bad if you don't eat McDonald's every day. That's all I'm saying. Dav writes, we got some gig economy folks writing in. Dav writes, quick note on your uh, gig economy take. The idea that it's a drop in, drop outside hustle is a thousand percent wrong. Before starting my new job this summer, I had a few weeks to kill and decided that I'd check out DoorDash and the like for some spare beer cash. I passed on all of them, and here's why. This is primarily from my experience with DoorDash. Never met with Uber as they're not allowed in Vancouver. The way these companies get to say that you make your own schedule is the fact that they break up any given day of delivering and driving into six to eight hour shifts. And you just get to pick the shift you want to work. That's it. Everything else is absolutely identical to uh, any regular-ass job, except you get zero benefits. Furthermore, there's rules. You get your assigned zone of town, and you cannot leave it. You You have a start time and an end time, and you cannot bail out before the end of that shift. You cannot turn off the app to take a break. You cannot turn down jobs because the description sounds like a hassle or a pain in the ass. Break any of these rules and their fancy pants job issue or algorithm will send you fewer and fewer jobs until they stop sending, them, uh, sending any your way at all. It's painfully obvious what these algorithms favor in terms of engagement in the app. Sure, you technically can be picky about what jobs you take and how long you stay available in your eight hour shift, but doing so will swiftly see your queue of jobs shrink and shrink until you don't have any jobs at all. So, according to a friend of mine who does gig economy stuff, the only way to get any decent money out of these scams is to be available and working in your gig app as close to 24-7 as humanly possible so your pecking order for jobs doesn't decrease and you have a slightly above minimum wage pay, slightly above minimum wage. So, yes, there is a very valid reason that these laws are being passed. (sighs) So again, I have not worked any of these uh, uh, worked on any of these apps. Although, based on your email, Dav, it sounds like we're similar. That either of us have actually worked on them. Although you have certainly looked at them. Uh, it is my understanding, at least for Uber, that you can turn off your app and you can just not take rides if if you don't want to. I don't know exactly how much that uh, that feeds into them giving you uh, uh, you know the giving you possible rides or not. Uh, but that's how I understand Uber and Lyft to work. Let's talk to an Uber and Lyft driver. M writes, it's me, M. I drive Uber and Lyft. Honestly, I'm not sure how to feel about this. I like how I barely have to pay taxes being self-employed and taking my deductions. The only thing I really hate is how these companies treat employees they have both lowered driver pay and now take 40 to 60 percent of all fares. We don't get as big of a proportion of the surge price for Uber as we used to just set extra X dollars. Lyft almost never pays a portion of surge to drivers unless a driver gets lucky and drives through a, quote, personal power zone, an unreliable, complicated, and it almost never happens. Also, Uber's driving promos and bonuses are way better than Lyft's. I wanna keep hearing from you guys. I wanna know how many of y'all have, have have worked on this because I am ignorant. And so my initial thoughts on it are fairly invalid until I hear more from you guys. So keep writing in. We'll we'll circle back with this on Monday. But that's Monday. What do you say? We're getting to some Thursday business. These are high. If the average male can ejaculate at 28 to 43 miles an hour, how many people could Superman kill with a good wank? If a young man sleeps on your trundle bed, does that make it a boycott? Is he who smelt it, dealt it, the first instance of victim-blaming? Scott Johnson, hi! Would be like Scott Johnson, slow. Hi Justin, I'm high. So now it's time to send me your thoughts. This is how it works now. No No arguments! arguments. In the Cars movie-verse, I'll bet that there are some confused car biologists coming up with bizarre theories about what car seats are for. If the young cars from the Cars movies grow up to be playing with the Cars equivalent of Transformers, what would they transform into? I bought something off the internet for 40 pounds. But my girlfriend then said, I'll buy that for you and transferred me 40 pounds for the item. I had already previously gave her 40 pounds, so who lost money? We're really confused. Did we get this thing for free? People watching is cool. Unless you're the people being watched. I swear... My sink Has gotten a lot lower recently Those Were high I want to thank the producers that make this very show possible. Dustin, Robert H., Brian C.M., Trade the Milotic Command, Adam, Middle Aged Mike, and Harry Lee Smith. Hey, a reminder stickers or DIAF is getting out the game, y'all. I just put up. Sticker only packs So we're out of the buttons We're out of the pins Sorry if y'all missed those You missed them But I'm discounting The liquidation packs By $5 So for 25 bucks, You get a ton of stickers And some uh, jury Will buy you a drink tokens On Sunday This is done Over Fanado. So if you want some stuff Get it now Email us uh, Jurydaily At gmail.com If it is a High thought Then put high thoughts In it Twitter, Instagram Snapchat uh, Justin R. Young And you can join Our Discord that is bit.ly slash jury discord. And a big shout out to another Jay Martin who gave us our jury story today. Until next time, friends, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. But more importantly, please go. Yeah.